<laughs> you know what? I gotta tell y'all. I had a donkey day today. It was just a donkey day, no questioning about it. But it doesn't it doesn't even matter how bad a day I could be having personally. The second that the intro starts and I get to share this time with you guys, I am just so happy and so honored to spend this hour with you. It just truly is a blessing, whether you're listening in your car, on one of the many streaming apps, or whether you're listening and watching on Facebook Live, and thank you for doing so every night, by the way, and commenting there or follow me on Twitter. I'm just uh, thrilled to have this time with you guys. Got a great lineup tonight. I'm glad to have my buddy Brian Maloney is going to be back tonight. You know, he's with Media Equalizer and Red Wave America, and we got all kinds of stuff to talk about because why is it that the day after the Notre Dame burning, conservatives are the one under attack today. we got to talk to him about that. We've also got to talk to him, including, I don't know if you guys are over on Twitter, but the fact that Media Matters is trending over their nasty, disgusting behavior, which also leads us to question, have you all heard about the latest attack, speaking of disgusting and nasty, from Michelle Obama? So we got lots to talk about tonight. The number, if you want to call in, is 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Also, you want to stay tuned because later on in the show tonight, now I know that we usually bring y'all movies and books and uh, great things for you to see and read on our Friday Fun Day segment, but we've got we've got a special guest tonight uh, later on in the show, uh, Pastor Jason Noble. If, and if you don't know that name, you might once you see a blockbuster movie that's coming out this week that's a Christian faith-based movie. So you're going to want to stay tuned for that. 888-344-1170. And the man whose name you already know, because he's the really the grease that keeps the wheels turning here on the Andrea K Show. It's DJ Carrot Sticks. So many friends in San Diego. My best friend. He goes by DJ Carrot Sticks. Thank you, Mr. Trump. You're a good friend, too. <laughs> oh, that's so nice of you to say he's a good friend. I like Trump. He's a good guy. The only thing, I'm having some problems with uh, technology today, and I can't get on your Facebook Live. So if the sound is bad, call here at the station and let me know. one 1170 DJ Carrot Sticks is taking calls regarding his technology improvements, if you want to call in for that. And yeah, and we, and we get that, because people comment on Facebook, oh, Andrea sounds hot, my voice anyway. And the- <laughs> I appreciate those people. Actually, I really do. Yeah. Yeah, we, we appreciate all the, the feedback you give us, whether what's going on with the sound, if you want to call in with a topic suggestion, you've got something on your mind uh, you want to share with us. We love, love, love your involvement here on the show. Um, so uh, today, we, we touched on this a little bit last night, it, the fact that uh, it was heart-wrenching to see one of the greatest symbols of Western civilization and the Judeo-Christian principles, which drives Western civilization. It's something that we share whether it's the United States or or, uh, many countries in Europe, that as that burned yesterday and last night, many of us began questioning whether or not... Of of course, when you see a major structure burning, if we were to see Disneyland on fire in Southern California, would we not question whether or not it was accidental or whether or not somebody did it? When you've got a major symbol of the United States of America and it's on fire, just like when we have a wildfire here, here in San Diego, we question whether or not it was our, whether or not it was arson. 
because it happens or whether or not it was a homeless encampment or whether or not it was just, you know, Santa Ana winds. We question what caused the latest fire in part because, you know, what we're curious as human beings, but also in part because, as we talked about on last night's show, the amount of Christian churches and cathedrals and symbols, including cemeteries, including pieces of art all around the world that have been under attack globally just in the past few weeks. There's something wrong with you. In fact, if you have been paying, as I talked about last night, if you've been paying any attention whatsoever with what's going on in the world, if you didn't question whether or not, I'm not saying rush to, to conclusion. I'm saying if you didn't see a burning and wonder until an investigation has occurred, until results of that investigation have come out, definitively saying whether or not it was accidental, you, there's something wrong with you if you didn't wonder. This is about telling us what we're allowed. We're being told now by the left. What we're not only what we allowed to say, they don't even want to, they don't want to just control the words we say. They want to control our ability to even question anything. And the reason why is because they know why. They know that according to one article here, according to the French Central Criminal Intelligence Service, the SRC. SCRC of the gendarmerie that said that between 2016 and 2018, there have been thousands of cases of church vandalism peaking in 2017 with 1,045 cases in France. And if you didn't know how many churches or cathedrals in France that have been burned or been under attack, you had to have known if you're political at all, and you must be political if you're on Twitter attacking conservatives for questioning anything, then you, then you at least claim to have some type of political awareness. You cannot be politically aware or claim to be if you're not aware of all the Christians that have been under attack around the world, as well as their churches from the Coptic Christian churches being bombed, being blown up, being set on fire, Christians around the world, including children being crucified on crosses. Hundreds of thousands of attacks on Christians and Christian symbols and Christian churches and cathedrals and houses of worship in, since the history began. Why is this so much in France, by the way? And it's important to think about not only why this might have happened in Notre Dame, we don't have the answers yet, but why is this happening in general? Why is, it, why is so much happening in France? Well, you've got to look at the, all of Europe with their open border policy and multiculturalism. And this is, in fact, the same plan that they've got for America. And somebody posted on Facebook an interesting article that I wasn't even aware of. I'm aware of all the the riots and all the issues and vandalism and attacks that have taken place across Europe, including France in Nice with the truck attack. But I wasn't aware of some of the history that's going on with the French government. Did you guys know, and this is important to understand because I think it's the same mindset that's going on here in the United States, that uh, Francois uh, Hollande, as well as now President Emmanuel Macron, have had a policy. The French government, even though back, I think it was in 1905, they made it very explicit that the government was not was supposed to be secular and have no interest whatsoever in religion, that what their plan has been, going back to the 1980s, has been to welcome in all of the Muslims from particularly Morocco and Algeria and Turkey and actually manufacture and create and manage a French version of Islam, which is one that is uh, both conforms to French national values, secular, secularism, and is, quote, immune to the radical interpretations of the, the Muslim world. A French version of Islam? They're supposed to be immune to the Quran and the passages in the Quran? This is the kind of 
uh, this is the kind of denial about what has gone on in the world with this ideology that we cannot allow to take root in our country. But it is taking root. It's absolutely taking root in this country. When Ilhan Omar is being defended as she has literally lobbied on behalf of ISIS terrorists, spewed anti-Semitic rhetoric. There's a video going around for everybody to see in which she mocks a professor for having uh, anxiety as he uses a word or a notably negative reaction to the words Al-Qaeda as opposed to America. She's literally laughing about that. This is a woman two weeks after Benghazi tweeted out Allahu Akbar, God is good. Who most recently after 9-11 said, yeah, some people did something. What was her response, by the way, to Notre Dame? Some, some art gallery, some basically, basically her response, she said, she tweeted out, art and architecture have a unique ability to connect us. As though this was some random art gallery, some, some random building be, built by some people. It was the same sentiment about 9-11. She could not bring herself to use the words Catholic or anything related to Catholic or cathedral. And we all know why. But we're not supposed to question her or something's wrong with us we better start questioning we better not allow ourselves to be silenced any further because this is the same mindset of what's going on in europe and what's going on in france is happening here and oh by the way we've been talking so much in recent times about the southern border and there's updates going on today as uh, de blasio in new york has threatened to sue the trump administration if he sends any of the illegals to his sanctuary city which is, which is uh, again, just shows the hypocrisy. But we tend to forget the other areas of immigration in our open borders that are just as much of a threat to us, maybe not in the same way. But right, there's an article out that I found that says that according to a report uh, from um, the organization, well, actually, the Immigration Reform Law Institute has revealed just this past Friday that they've gotten documents from the Freedom of Information Act that shows that there are right now in the United States of America... 10,000 illegal aliens from terrorist states. We know who they are. We know that they're here. But the local authorities in the different sanctuary cities have refused to cooperate. Many of these are from Iran and are associated with Hezbollah. And as um, the Washington Free, an article from the Washington Free Beacon quotes a former uh, Michael Prejant, I believe his name, a former intelligence officer who said in April of 2018, Uh, The Iranian agents tied to the terror group Hezbollah have already been discovered in the United States plotting attacks. They are as good or better at explosive devices than ISIS. They are better at assassinations and developing assassination cells. They're better at targeting, better at looking at things. Hezbollah is smart. They're very good at keeping their communications secure, keeping their operational security secure. And again, from a high-profile attack perspective, they'd be good at improvised explosive devices. 10,000 in our own country. We've got 10,000 in our own country from terrorist-infested countries that we can't deport and get out of here. We've got members of Congress that are sympathetic to terrorists. We've got right now the Women's March, Linda Sarsour and Ilhan Omar, right now with a petition going around trying to get the President of the United States removed from Twitter because they don't like his tweets. This is a takeover from within. Europe is gone. Notre Dame will will be rebuilt. And whether or not Notre Dame burned because of an accident or whether it was because of Islamic terror doesn't matter to me. 
The fact that we're not even allowed to question it. The fact that we know what's happened to Europe with the multiculturalism and the open borders. And how that there is no, France is trying to, trying to manage some new version of Islam, which has to do with assimilation into French norms. Tell me where there has been any country that has had large percentage, this, this amount of Islamists in its country that have assimilated into Western society and coexisted without trying to take over and be superior. Because we are dealing with a political ideology that has a religious component. You cannot separate the politics from it. That's why they are incompatible with Western civilization. Are there many moderates out there that, uh, that can adapt? Maybe. But as Brigitte Gabriel has said many times, they're irrelevant. Because they're not doing anything to stop the problem. And the minority of them who cannot coexist, will not coexist, want superiority, like we've talked about many times on this program, they are forcing it on the states in which they live. And the states in which they live are accommodating them. We see it happening in the United States of America right now under Sharia. Creeping Sharia everywhere. We've had courts considering Sharia law in decisions and in judgments. We've got school districts. And uh, and right now, we've got the United States Congress accommodating Ilhan Omar and putting up with and keeping her on the Foreign Intelligence Committee. I'll end with this before we break to go to Brian Maloney. We talked last night. I have not heard anybody else really talking about the fact. Historically, you look what happened to the Armenians. They were in Turkey. They were a minority. They were being forced to pay the Muslim tax, dimitude, treated like second-class citizens. And when they decided to push back against it, that's when there was genocide under the cover of night known as World War I, when they were able to, as Hitler put it, they were able to get away with it because nobody was looking and paying attention to it. Well, we need to pay attention to the threat that we face. We're going to shift gears, though. When we come back, we got Brian Maloney's going to be here to talk about. Did y'all hear some of the sound clips that came about from last night, Bernie Sanders' town hall? You don't want to miss that. Stay tuned. We're Andrea K. Show coming up. Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K A Y E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. We know how much you value your child's education. We also know how hard it can be to balance the importance of that education with the cost. That's why our half-price tuitions are back. The Answer San Diego is once again partnering with top-quality private schools to offer half-price tuition for the fall semester. 
Now you can give your child an excellent academic and arts education in a supportive private school environment for half the regular price. Simply log on to TheAnswerSanDiego.com for the complete list of schools. There are tuitions for preschool to high school, all at half off. When you find the school you like, give us a call at 844-800-5757. When you call, you can put the half-price tuition on your credit card. It's that easy. Then your child will be set for the fall semester in a great private school for half the regular tuition. Call 844-800-5757 for all the details or log on to TheAnswerSanDiego.com. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Did you know that homeowners are throwing thousands of dollars out the window every year? It's true. You would be amazed at the amount of money wasted on energy bills because of bad windows. Brothers Windows wants to help you. Right now, get up to $1,000 off on windows installed. For 25 years, Brothers Windows has helped thousands of homeowners like you save money on heating and air conditioning bills by installing beautiful low energy efficient windows brothers home improvement is a family of nine brothers and sisters always striving for your complete satisfaction they're trusted quality window experts with unbeatable guarantees call today for a free estimate and find out how you can get up to one thousand dollars off newly installed windows call brothers windows at 619-389-2122 that's 389-2122 or go to San Diego Window Experts.com. That's San Diego Window Experts.com. I weighed 329 pounds. I was a heart attack waiting to happen. I got Andro 400. It makes me not so hungry. I started noticing more energy. I noticed my belly was starting to shrink up. I started seeing weight come off. 80 some pounds. I went from 330 to 245. For a 56 year old guy to lose that much weight, it took something, brother. I feel great. I feel like I was when I was 35 years old. That was Ruben. Now listen to what Josh says about Andro 400. Well, I'll tell you, man, that stuff really works. It was insane. I've heard the commercials walk for a decade. I was like, I'm just going to try it. My pants are like falling off. It really works. I bought suits last year for my new job and they're falling off of me. It's insane. Guys, if you want to lose belly fat, gain energy, strength, and muscle, and look and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888 400 That's 888-400-0435. andro400.com. FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. Andrea K. bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show, 888-344-1170. If you got anything on your mind, DJ Carrot Sticks is here, ready to take your calls. Or give uh, any technical direction, if you think so, because he's not able to watch the Facebook Live. Uh, Speaking of watching, who watched that Bernie Sanders town hall last night? Yeah, I've got Brian Maloney here with me from Media Equalizer and Red Wave America. We're going to talk a little bit about that. I've got a sound clip to play for Brian. Uh, But before that, i got to see if he's aware, if he was paying attention today to the onslaught against conservatives from media and others as a result of, of the Notre Dame burning. Hey, Brian, welcome back to the show. Hey, great to be back. Thank you. So uh, I know how busy you are. I don't know how much time you spend on Twitter versus Facebook or Insta, but Media Matters was trending today, and I don't know if you saw why. Did you? Well, I think that, um, you know, I can guess. (laughs) Yeah, what had happened was uh, Ben Shapiro 
tweeted out yesterday that Notre Dame was a symbol of Western civilization and Judeo-Christian values, and it was sad to see it burn. And someone from uh, from some far left, some far left kook, decided to accuse, uh, to come at him and attack him for uh, blaming Muslims, of which he said nothing about that. So then, so then he hits back and says, where did I say anything about this? And Media Matters tweets out at him, F you and the borough you wrote in on. <laughs> well, look, I mean, Media Matters, they are a bunch of bullies. As you may know, they're going after Laura Ingram all over again. Yes. So, I mean, they're on the war path. Um, and, you know, the only way they're able to keep getting their 12 to $15 million a year annual budget uh, from George Soros and others is to keep producing deliverables, you know, and deliverables means, you know, that means scalps, which is why our group is called Stop the Scalpings. And so what that means is they have to continually be on the attack, whether it's mm-hmm. fair or not. I mean, there's a lot of money at stake. So, you know, when you look at it that way, you realize why they behave. I mean, other than that they are, you know, a word I'm not going to say on the radio, but, right. um, but there's also a monetary uh reason that's huge for them right in fact i think the the thing with laura ingram you're talking about is the same the same writer who falsely accused ben shapiro of of blaming the fire on islamic terror is the same gal i think that laura ingram had a picture of her and referred to her as a a hater troll or something and and for that reason media matters is going after her once again to try to take her off the air correct well, that's that's right. So we're going through this all over again. So this is going to happen over and over and over until the election next year. So I hope you have a lot of energy stored up because this is going to be nonstop, basically. Yeah, it is. And because they cannot allow the going after the conservatives, they have to try to silence. They cannot win the argument on, on the merits, particularly when it involves radical Islam and Islamic terror. So they have to try to silence us in every way that they can. And it's particularly when it comes to this topic, it's particularly egregious to me because we're talking about uh, the, first of all, when it comes to 9-11 and what Ilhan Omar said with that, 3,000 Americans lost their lives that day. That's just those who lost their lives. There was still a, a horrific effect on the rest of America and families as a result of that. And since then, it, like Rush Limbaugh said, they killed 3,000 Americans on 9-11 and we've been apologizing to them ever since. This is, There is a takeover of this country at play here and they've got to t- deny us our First Amendment rights to get that over on us. And we, we can allow, not allow that to happen. Shift. I got to shift gears though. Yeah. Uh, to Bernie Sanders in the town hall last night. Did you watch any of it? I didn't get to see it, but I've been watching Trump's uh, tweet reactions today and that of others. And I find it, it's very interesting how this is playing out. Yeah, because I for, I didn't watch it, but I did see Trump's tweet about it. That And I, and I saw a, a buddy of mine, John Cardillo from Newsmax, tweeted out this morning, just another example of how Fox had gone far left, that they padded the audience with Bernie Sanders supporters who cheered, and it was, and it was, and it was not organic that they were planted there. Well, that's it. So at this point, what really is the distinction between, say, Fox and CNN or MSNBC? And under the Lachlan Murdoch regime, um, which hopefully will be short-lived because every indication is the Murdochs intend to sell the Fox News channel. But in the meantime, they're watering it down and they are moving it to the left because they're, they're matching Lachlan, you know, his, his wife and James Murdoch's wife and their social friends, circle friends and 
New York City. I mean, that's what this is about, moving this into kind of an elitist environment, which is the opposite of what Fox was founded on and what has made it successful for more than 20 years. And to just become a kind of MSNBC light will kill Fox very, very quickly. So to have, you know, to hear that there were conservatives outside who wanted to get in were, were not allowed in. Mm. So why wouldn't you have had a mixed audience for something like this? And what's Fox doing with something like this in the first place? So I, I think we're in a whole new ball game here. And I think conservatives have absolutely come to believe that they've lost Fox forever and are searching around for alternatives. And there isn't much yet. I mean, OAN is great, but it doesn't have the budget of Fox. I mean, it is a small budget. They're wonderful people. You know, they're doing a great job of what they have, but they don't have billions of dollars to spend. Um, And so that's the key difference. Yeah, they can't. They're they're not able to compete. It's kind of like a campaign. You know, the winner tends to go to the one who's got the the, the fattest wallet. And and it's the same way with media. Same thing with Newsmax. And, you know, it was really clear to me, even without watching it, you're going to have a town hall and you're going to go up against a socialist and you're going to have your two people, Martha McCallum and Brett Baer. I mean, Martha McCallum, who, you know, um, who could never even win a trivia quiz. No offense. I think she's beautiful, but she could never win O'Reilly's trivia quiz. In fact, I got to play a clip because the one clip that I heard made my blood boil and I want to get your reaction and see if you hear what I heard. I'm asking sure. you about the wealthy and how much higher you would make it. You said yeah, you, I, you I, don't I, agree I, with 70%. What would your number be? In the campaign in 2016, we talked about 52%. All right, so 52%. So would no. you be willing to pay 52% on the money that you made? Also, you can volunteer. You can send a check. Oh, you can volunteer, too. We have a... But you suggested, have, right, right. You suggested that uh, that's hey, what everybody in your do. And Martha, why don't you give? You make more money than I well, do. Why I didn't, don't you I give? didn't suggest a wealth tax. And she's not running for president. And All right, but we're going to fight for a wealth tax. And we're going to demand that we end the absurdity where major corporations I got to stop it. I'm just getting too angry. The, the fact that if you saw the first of all, I need you all to, to, to see this clip because he stands up and he's lording over her in a dominant, nasty way that if that had been a Republican doing that to anybody from CNN, he would have been called out. They didn't stop the crowd from cheering. They basically kowtowed to this man and never forced him. I could continue to play, but it makes me too angry, Brian. They never forced him to answer the question. Well, and that's just it. I mean, there is a double standard. I mean, what we see is that, you know, if a Republican acted that way in a way that is pretty sexist and, you know, that person, the Republican would immediately be accused of being misogynistic and a and, uh, uh, hundred other things. So, you know, I mean, look at look at the government, the state government in Virginia. Have any of those Democrats gone down, you know, <laughs> no. given their behavior? No. So the double standard remains every single day. But I think that, you know, how could this have gone any other way? I mean, this whole thing was a farce. And I mean, I also think that it was a mistake for Bernie to release his tax returns. I think these Democrats are not gaining as much as they think by releasing their returns. And just to have everyone see that Bernie's making a million dollar, uh, dollars a year. And gave like five that's... cents to charity. <laughs> yeah, he, gave, he, gave, he only gave, yeah, it was $10,000 out of the million. And it's like, well, you know, you're out there preaching every day the opposite of what you're doing, and you voluntarily release all of that. And it's said into conservative arguments that have been made for years that Bernie doesn't practice what he preaches, but we never had, I think, the hard evidence that he just kind of handed everybody on a silver platter. So I think it was foolish, and I don't. the Democrats think that they're scoring all these points with these tax returns, and most people just don't care. 
this is not an issue they're going to win on. And if they, well, we've all released our returns. Where are Trump's? And outside of the Rachel Maddow audience, outside MSNBC, nobody cares. Well, and I would tell you something. The far left kooks don't care about his hypocrisy. They don't care about if he gives to charity. But the people in the middle do. The people that the the blue wall that President Trump tore down, they do care whether or not this man who's out there touting for a 77 percent death tax, 52 percent wealth tax, uh, Medicare for all that would raise taxes by 16.2%. Two trillion dollars for a man who ain't living it. They're they're not going to buy it. They know what President Trump has delivered from from an economic standpoint. I wish I had more time with you, Brian. We got to make sure you get back on more often. Go to Stop the Scalpings, Red Wave America, and Media Equalizer. Get on board with Brian and his group. And uh, thank you for all you do. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, I got to go to the phones real quick uh, before we take a break. Here it looks like Doug from San Diego's on the line. Hey, Doug, welcome to the Andrea K Show. Hey, good evening. I think after the Mueller report was conclusive, the non-conservative media is going to lose a lot of viewers and credibility. It creates an open market for honest journalism. There's a site on this, Danielle Sattel, S-I-T-T-E-L, and the caption, Corruption 2, you dragged the last 20 minutes of the timeline. The guy says, we took a bribe. If you give us this, we'll give you a contract. I can only hold you in jail six months, but I have a way to hold you 300 years by making lies on you. In the E25 room on 11, 12, or 13 June at Trenton Psych, you see a Dr. Zubair pulls out a newspaper and says, this is what I'm sending out. She's placing ads in my name. I go, I didn't send this to you. I recorded a judge asking for some money. I brought it to a Trenton, um, I'm sorry, a Nazarene church in South Carolina. And the judge uh, approached me in the Chicago backdrop in that state. He says, there's enough on those tapes. He's going to flee to Brazil or false arrest me and order a psych exam, pretend he doesn't know me in court. And as a she that runs the hospital, Dr. Zubair, Trenton Psych. You can hear us in court in the caption, Guzman, he erased all the transcripts after that. Okay, I'm, I, I, you lost me. I'm not sure what that has to, any of that has to do with the Mueller report in the media. Oh, you can see the, the judge here um, at Trenton Sykes says, I can't let you go. You put the tapes of the judge asking for the money into YouTube. Yeah, well, thank you for calling, Doug. I'm pa- past a break. I appreciate, I appreciate your comments on the Mueller report, and thank you for calling in. We're going to take a little break. We come back. Wait, have y'all heard the latest from Michelle Obama talking? Talking against Trump. Yeah, she raised, even CNN couldn't defend her with some of these comments. We're going to talk about that and more. And we've also got a special surprise guest a little bit later on the show. Don't go anywhere. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K. Spelled K A Y E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Areas offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AV Areas Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at avariasco.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer.
Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Dennis Prager here inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour, a tour through the land of Israel in December 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Walk the ancient temple steps, sail on the Sea of Galilee, and so many more unforgettable moments. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered if you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity with expert guides and important lectures at key sites. We'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations the whole time. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. An extraordinary adventure to Israel can be yours. Join the Stand with Israel tour with Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher happening December 2nd through the 11th, 2019. Learn more today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com. This is Sue Freeze, the termite lady from Ecola Termite and Pest Control Services. You've heard our commercials about our family-friendly pest and termite control. We're proud that we train and retain our own employees. So, if you're looking for a successful career, we'd like to talk with you. Currently, we have openings for technicians in all our offices. You need a good driving record, a valid driver's license, and a great attitude. This is a full-time career with benefits. We provide the training, you bring the dedication. Our long-term professionals will train you in every aspect of our alternative to traditional pest and termite control. You'll be helping families have homes that are pest-free, and in many cases, chemical-free. To apply, log on to termitelady.com. That's termitelady.com. Or call 877-332-2847. That's 877-332-BUGS. E. coli, powerful termite and pest control, as gentle as a butterfly. 877-332-2847. Many solar companies send out inexperienced salesmen who aren't qualified to know what to look for when evaluating your home for adding a solar system. This includes evaluating your current electrical panel. Hello, I'm Jesse Keegan with Keegan Electric Solar. Your family deserves the best. As a certified electrical contractor, I'll personally look at your electrical panel and make sure it's solar ready. A lot of homes in San Diego require electrical panel upgrade because of the increase in our overall electrical demands and aging electrical panels. Keegan Electric Solar only installs solar ready electrical panels. Get the job done right. Whether you need trenching to move your electrical panel because of your gas line or just an overhead service from the power pole, let Keegan Electric Solar guide you through the electrical panel upgrade process. Call Keegan Electric Solar at 619-742-8376. That's 619-742-8376. Or visit KeeganElectricSolar.com. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show, 888-344-1170. Got a special uh, guest coming up in the show. I'm super excited about this because, you know, this is Holy Week and we're all focused, uh, particularly Christians, on on this wonderful week as we lead up to celebrating the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So we've got a great guest coming up for you. Um, Now, though, I got to shift gears. Got to talk about Michelle Obama. Yeah, um, evidently, she just thinks she's too cute for, you know, uh, her own good. And actually said something so offensive that even the ladies on CNN couldn't defend her. DJ Carrot Sticks, can you play that, please? We come from a broken family. We're a teenager. We're, you know, we're a little unsettled and, you know, uh, 
you know, having good parents, you know, is tough. You know, sometimes you spend weekends with divorced dad, and that feels like it's fun, but then you get sick. That's what America's going through. We're kind of living with divorced dad right now. <laughs> despicable for the audience to laugh at that and what a crappy comment first of all to you divorced dads out there doing everything that you can to be a good dad to your kids she owes you an apology as though every kid who spends a weekend with with his dad ends up sick as a result what a sick crappy comment from you lady what's the name of her book Uh, i i when when they go low we always go lower because that's how low we are that should be the title of it i mean is there any lower comment for a woman to make in this country. Oh, we're all teenagers. Speak for yourself, lady. Because even as a teenager, I never bought into the crap, the Marxist agenda that you and your crappy husband have. And oh, by the way, I'm still waiting to find out why you had to cough up your law license as well as your husband. You want to talk about being a parent? Let's talk about what your husband was like. Let's use the, let's use the dad scenario for him. See, what he was like as a father to his country was he's the, kind, he's the kind of dad who's so narcissistic in such a sick way he's got to feed his ego that he pits his kids against each other. Makes them hate each other. And then as a divorced dad, then he's also the kind of dad that uses those same kids that he pits against each other. He uses them against the ex-wife. As a pawn for his sick game. That's who he is if we're going to use the divorce dad scenario. That's what Obama did when he used the deep state. To try to pit kids against each other. Try to pit kids against, against the parent. It's like he was, he was using the kids against uh, in, in the 2016 election. Using, using the kids of America against the other parent who was running for office, Donald Trump. But it, but it, and even from a policy standpoint, oh, it, he's like the divorced dad. He's fun to hang out with, but you get sick. How? Where? Where's the illness coming from? How is anybody getting sick off of the policies that have, like we talked about on last night's show, that have made this country better economically? The kids in this country are better off economically under President Trump, particularly the minority ones, with the unemployment. Level being at the lowest that it's been for them. Let's talk about the 3%. We've had the greatest wage increase, what, since like 2001? And that's primarily benefited the low-income workers. Let's talk about the uh, uh, versus Obama and his sick policies that were self-centered and selfish that were all about power, running up debt that his kids would end up having to pay for. Concerning himself with his own ego and power. They didn't care about the fallout of his economic policies for his children. That's the reality. I'd be really glad when I don't have to see that woman anymore. Who's buying her book, by the way? Who's buying into this? Speaking of sick, you got to be sick if you can sit there and listen to that drivel and cheer her on. It's the left that's sick, in my opinion. Uh, but we've got, uh, but I'm glad to shift gears from that into something very positive coming back that actually is about family. There is a great movie that's coming out, uh, I think it's tomorrow. I think it actually opens tomorrow. It's interesting that it's a midweek. I think it's because they want to start getting some momentum going into Easter weekend. But coming off the success of Unplanned, which is still going strong, I have yet to see it, I'm going to see it this weekend, there's a great faith-filled movie coming out called Breakthrough. 
which is based on a true story of the of the book by that same name, which is I don't want to give too much of the detail away because I want everybody to go see it. But it's uh, based on this woman, her book, Joyce Smith. And there's a character in it named Pastor Jason Noble, who's being played by Topher Grace. And uh, Pastor Noble joins me coming back. Uh, But uh, you did want me to mention a little bit about uh, another story. You want me to save that? Uh, You want to talk about it now? DJ Carrots did. See, DJ Carrots, he pretends that he ain't into the NFL anymore. He pretends he don't care about the Chargers, but then he's got a topic idea for me tonight. Do y'all know who Nick Bosa is? He's the younger brother of of the L.A. Chargers player, Joey Bosa. Well, I guess guess it was revealed today by somebody, because it don't matter who you are. They're going back into your timeline five, ten years ago to see if you might have said something positive uh, from a conservative standpoint or about Trump. Well, I guess he had scrubbed his timeline of Twitter in which he had said he had called Kaepernick a kook or clown. He had called Kaepernick a clown and he tweeted out something positive against President Trump. And I guess when called, when uh, questioned about, he said, in case he went to San Francisco, (laughs) he wanted to delete those tweets from his timeline. You know what? He's a young kid. Why is it that, you know, we've got all these anti-bullying programs in high school and colleges today. You know what you, but be prepared. And don't matter if you no matter how young you are, as we saw with the Covington kids, they they are they are allowed to come after you if you post anything pro Trump. Well, they were talking today on on the sports talk radio about it, will the will this hurt his draft like where he his draft position? Right. Well, you know our team's going to be afraid he won't get along with other players. He saw kind of what happened with Tom Brady when he had the MAGA hat in his locker room. Yeah, he had to take he had to take it out. And he had to stop talking about Trump because his own teammates were starting to get mad with him. So it's okay if you're, you know, on one side, but it's not okay if you're on the other. Yeah, you can wear cop uh, being cops being depicted as pigs on socks if you're calling Kaepernick. But if you're Tom Brady, who's considered the greatest of all time, the goat in terms of quarterbacks, you can't have a MAGA hat. You know, another another American citizen, a naturalized citizen from Togo, I think it was, was attacked yesterday. There's arrests have been made. It's almost daily for MAGA supporters to be attacked. It is time for them to be declared a protected class. We're going to take a break, though. We come back. We're going to talk to Pastor Jason Noble from the movie Breakthrough. Come on back to the Andrea K Show. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney, Rod Hatley, is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Imagine your increase in sales with your web at the top of search engines getting first crack at millions of potential customers. 
We know how to make that happen. We're Salem Surround, digital marketing experts who offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggest ideas that could dramatically grow your profits. Getting your website at the top of search engines is a process that takes unusual expertise. Our team can help you achieve. In fact, we can put all your digital marketing under one roof, give you monthly reports on results, and instantly move your dollars to the most effective areas of your digital marketing suite. Social marketing, geofencing, web search enhancement, event targeting, and more. There are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to SurroundSanDiego.com. SurroundSanDiego.com. Connecting you with new customers. Can you believe it? Since the Fed announced that they're not going to raise rates till at least 2020, we're back in the threes on a home mortgage. You heard it right. We're back in the threes. Hi, I'm Ken Tyler, president of Right Choice Mortgage. Let's get you back in the threes on a 30-year mortgage. We're a privately owned direct lender, which allows us to create products that nobody else has. Check these out. One day at a BK short seller foreclosure, starting in the threes. Mortgages for the self-employed, starting in the threes. Or how about getting cash out on your investment properties so you can buy another one, starting in the fours. Specialty loans go all the way up to 25 million, so bring them big and small. Call Sergio, my top agent, at 833-886-3863. 833-886-FUND. Rates starting in the threes and fours on a 30-year mortgage? Call Sergio, my top agent, at 833-886-3863. That's 833-886-FUND. Retroid Mortgage is licensed by the DRS 0194376 and MLF 132583 and is an equal opportunity lender. Whether you're an aficionado or just picking up memorable gifts for the tobacco lover in your life, Liberty Tobacco has just what you're looking for. As San Diego's oldest independent tobacco store that's been serving San Diego since 1957, Liberty Tobacco has one of the largest selections of premium imported cigars with all the top brands, like My Father, Arturo Fuente, Padron, and Liberty Tobacco is San Diego's only authorized dealer for the much-desired Davidoff cigar. There's more than just cigars at Liberty Tobacco, too. They feature a selection of exquisite handcrafted pipes from top makers around the world and some of the most unique blends of custom pipe tobacco. Be sure to follow Liberty Tobacco on Facebook and Instagram to keep up with promotions, events, and happy hour deals. You can get cigars, pipes, and tobacco anywhere, but if you want the lowest prices and the most experienced staff, Liberty Tobacco is the only place in town you need to go. To find the location nearest you, visit LibertyTobacco.com. That's LibertyTobacco.com. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I'm super excited to tell this story tonight, especially during Holy Week and after everybody's hearts are tender and broken after watching the Notre Dame Cathedral burn last night. It's nice to be able to do a, a story about miracles. And there's a movie that's starting tonight. Surely you guys, uh, starting tomorrow, surely you guys have seen the trailers for it. It's called Breakthrough. I don't want to know all the details of it because I can't wait to see the movie and be completely inspired. One of the most inspirational characters in the movie is played by Topher Grace. And it's Pastor Jason Noble who joins me now. Hi, Pastor. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Hey, thank you so much, Andrew. It's great to be here. Well, I am... 
so excited to see this movie. We just don't we don't have enough good stories out there of inspiration, of faith, of the power of prayer. And so I just cannot wait to see this movie. Tell us the story without revealing too much. Definitely. So 14-year-old John Smith, uh, three years, four years ago, on Martin Luther King Day, January 19, 2015, fell through the ice in St. Louis. He was under for 15 minutes, and when they pulled him out, uh, he was dead. And at that moment, they worked on him for another 45. They took him to the hospital, worked on him for another 45 minutes. And after an hour and eight minutes of no pulse and no oxygen, they got ready to call time of death. And they invited his mom into the room, uh, Joyce Smith, and she walked in the room, uh, like a fierce mama bear, and she prayed, Holy Spirit, bring my son back to life. She had a split-second decision to make. And at that moment, when she prayed that prayer, not five minutes, not an hour, not two hours, but that moment, John's pulse came back. Um, He he was breathing, um, and he's still at that. He was not out of the woods, though. He still was brain dead. The doctor said a 1% chance that he would make it. If he did make it overnight, he would be a vegetable. Uh, so we took it with pastors in the room. We began to just pray over him and believe for incredible miracles. And um, through just a series of awesome miracles, even that evening in his room, uh, where God just showed up. And I walked out to Joyce, and I said, Joyce, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that Don is going to be walking out of this hospital. I don't know how long. I don't know what it's going to look like. But I know that he's going to make it. I was just assured in my heart. And 16, uh, 16 days later... John completely walked out of the hospital on his own and was totally healed. Wow. That that is absolutely there's no other way to describe that but a miracle and a result of of prayer. And for people who don't and what a testimony. And what an amazing yes. way for people to hear the testimony, hear this testimony around the world, and and be bear, bear witness to a miracle. Now you stay by the bedside. I think the reports are for eighteen hours a day. I mean, talk about yes. pastoral, you know, duties or living up to pastoral duties. That's amazing. It is, and you know, so after that first night, I was there till about three in the morning. Went home for a couple of hours and came back, and I walked in the room. And as I walked up to John's bed, and he was supposedly supposed to be brain dead at this moment, and at that point, I walked up to his bed, and I said, John, it's Pastor Jason, and tears started rolling down his eyes. And at that moment, I felt like the Lord told me, he said, there are times that I call a pastor to leave the 99 for the one, and that's what I'm calling you to do. And so uh, at that point, I turned back to John, and I said, do you want me to stay with you? And I saw him shake his head. And at that, I knew that God had called me to be by his side. And so has it released me. Wow. Um, I'm just getting... DJ Carrot Stace doesn't have any tissue for me in the studio. <laughs> uh, you better have tissue. That's, this is a five-box tissue movie. Yes. Turns out so awesome. Oh, now, um, how did you... What was it like for you to see yourself being portrayed in a movie and to see this story come to life? You know, for uh, for me, I love Topher. Topher and I are good buddies. He does a great job in the movie. Um, but when I found myself, because I, I was on the church engagement and marketing team also for the movie, so I've seen the movie probably 100 times in different <laughs> markets across the U.S., and, and I could watch it literally 500 times. It's an incredible movie, uh, and I just absolutely love it. But in the middle of walking through a situation like this, you don't process through the emotions. It's like, it's game on, right? Right. And so as I've watched the movie, I've actually processed through a lot of the emotions of what it was like to actually be in the room. It takes you back. 
and, you know, just processing through all that. Uh, it's very intense. I have to ask, though, what it oh, – I'm getting all choked up, though. Um, I, I have to ask you, though, not all prayers heal somebody. So how do you – how do you, after this amazing story, as you pastor flocks, how do you also then pastor those who don't necessarily have the same outcome? And I know that may seem odd for me to ask this question right now, but it's a part of your pastoral no. role. 100%. So here's what I, here's what I, and I'm glad you asked that question because that's part of the conversation we need to have. Um, so I think it's very, especially for people that have said, you know, how come my loved one didn't uh, live when I prayed? You know, and so I think we have to have an eternal perspective, and we have to put our put our perspective and look at it from God's perspective. Um, one of the things He always heals, whether that's while we're here on earth or when we stand before Him. And so, looking at that and really processing through, you know, having that eternal perspective, it might mean. I mean, for me, I've prayed for a lot more people that have died than lived. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it, death is part of living. Yes. And so I always tell people, I'm like, okay, we're going to believe that God can heal. We're going to believe that God can, can raise people up, but we're also going to be okay if the outcome is different. And it's different than what we expected because we trust God and yes. we trust that God knows what's best. And, you know, if he does take a loved one, I think what we have to look at, look at is say, uh, you know, man, their eternity, the greatest miracle that can happen is when someone gives their life to the Lord and they spend eternity with God. I think that's the ultimate miracle um, and if God does take our loved ones, we can't be mad at him. Right. We have to, we have to say, okay, God, I need your help walking through this. And that's what's so incredible about God is that he's right beside us to walk us through times that are disappointing, walk us through times that are so hurtful and just so challenging. You know, when you look at the shortest verse in scripture where it said, Jesus wept, he was crying with Lazarus family who had just died. Yes. So I mean, like God knows what it's like to lose somebody. And so I think letting them in, you know, some people talk to me and they go, I'm just mad at God, you know, and I have to remind them, I'm like, okay, who brought death into the world? It was not God. Right. And then he came to rob, kill, destroy. You need God. Don't be mad at him. You need him. If you want to be mad at anybody, go after the enemy, which is not productive either. I mean, at the end right. of the day, we just need Jesus to heal us. And, right. you know, so many people will ask the question, why? When maybe that's, you know, that's not the question we need to be asking because it just puts us in a circle. Right. It's right. God, what do I do with this? Right. How do I walk through it? Right. Well, I think this is a story for me to believe in miracles and to, and to understand the power of the Lord, that if it is his yeah. will to heal, he will. And as we go into Easter yep. weekend and we know that we that uh, the miracle of the resurrection, we know that we serve a risen Savior. He's in the world yes. today. He is with us. It's one of my favorite hymns, by the way. And that, Amen. you know, we also know that that he has the power to heal. But if he doesn't, we know that to be absent from the body means to be with the Lord. And that we know that that and is the old, good plan. Old, yeah. And that's it's his plan and that we can have victory in Jesus. Thank you so much. God bless you, Pastor. Thank you for being a part of this amazing story, for being on the show tonight. I hope everybody does yes, go see uh, this movie Breakthrough. And God bless you. Hey, thank you so much. Have a good evening. You too. Bye bye now. Oh, I can't wait to see that movie. So those two movies I got to see this weekend. I got to see Unplanned, which is still playing in theaters. I got to see that this weekend. And then I got to see Breakthrough. Um, we've got, and speaking of Easter weekend, we've got a great uh, Good Friday show lined up for you guys. You know, somebody mentioned the other day that they wanted me to do more segments on religion because it is a huge part of our culture. I mean, we're a Judeo-Christian nation. And we there is a battle for the soul of this country as well as for the soul of our hearts and minds. And so we've got on Friday show, we're going to have Paula White. She was the pastor to President 
President Trump and has been for many years. Many people don't know how much of a Christian President Trump is and how much he has relied on his faith, including the decision. I think he prayed with Paula White for like seven or eight hours as to whether or not he should even run for for the presidency. So Paula White will be here. And uh, we'll be right back here tomorrow night, though, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Thank you all for being here. Thank you, DJ Carrot Sticks, the callers, Brian Maloney. Have a great night, everybody.